Hi guys, welcome to my podcast, Nourishment, and this is episode three, season one, with the wonderful Libyan-Canadian, Isra. Hi Isra, how are you? Hi Noura, I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. So the reason I have you, Isra, is because I found you on TikTok, and I was just Mm -hmm. like, wow, this girl is very creative with her art, especially with her artwork. And I find it very unique. It's completely different than other artworks I've ever seen outside of Libya. I think it's very minimalistic and I like it. It's very minimalistic. It's very simple. And I like simple. So what inspired you? Like, first of all, introduce yourself, who you are and what made you become an artist? <laughs> sure. Um, I'm Asra. I uh, am Libyan Canadian and I live in Ottawa, Canada. And, um, you know, I love to draw. I've been drawing since I was 12. If you want to mm-hmm. know the story of how I began drawing, it's uh, I used to think it was sort of an embarrassing story, but I've come to really love it. And basically, when I was 12, I had a twilight obsession. And one day I was uh, during my twilight obsession, I looked at the cover of the book and I, I just thought, you know what, let me draw this. And I drew the cover and I really liked it. And from that point on, I just continued to draw. Um, and throughout the years, I've really explored different mediums and styles, um, Mm -hmm. sort of in a quest to find my own. It's kind of funny that you say that my style is simplistic. I would say that's more recently. I've been sort of exploring that. But if you kind of scroll down to my older things, I would, I used to do a lot of more uh, realistic portraits and, um, you know, stuff with a little bit more um, detail to it. So yeah, I find that as the years go on, I'm, I always like try to change things up. Uh, just to develop my own skills and yeah it's definitely a very um, interesting and fulfilling uh, process. So what age did you start drawing like where which is the perfect age you started yourself I think I can draw which age did you start like exploring to draw really? I was when I was 12. 12 okay so that's that's usually the age because you know you're just finding yourself what you want to do so yeah, that's usually the age. Um, I, st- for example, for myself, I started loving computers around 11 years old, like that inspiration, you know, you love, it's like a hobby, I guess. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, it's like a hobby. And um, because like you said, is you use it as a hobby. Do you use it as like, like something to keep out your comfort zone? For example, if you're have an idea in your head and you're like, I want to draw something that I'm going through. Do you use that with your artwork? Uh, I would say sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mean more of like an emotional sort emotional, of? It could through? be emotional. It could be a good mood. It could be something you found outside and you're like, oh, that looks very cool. Awesome. I'm going to draw something similar towards it. Yeah, I definitely draw from experience or um, inspiration from what I see around me. Absolutely. Um, You know, movies or TV shows that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, Even sometimes I'll go through my camera roll and just, you know, get inspired by things that I took pictures of, you know. Um, 
I know a lot of people sort of draw or paint uh, as a momentary escape from reality or, you know, yeah. nuances of daily life. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that it can be cathartic. Uh, for me, I mainly like that it does allow me to take, you know, the images that are in my head and put them down on a piece of paper or canvas. It's more of a creative outlet for me and not necessarily mm-hmm. an emotional one. Um, okay. Yeah. Because um, because sometimes because I have um, I have a brother who is also a graphic designer, and wow. what he does um, he there I think he started drawing around probably eleven years old, and he started to draw around like the anime for example anime oh yeah um mm-hmm. and he uses that like an emotional kind of situation so sometimes to him like it's like a therapy. It's not something yeah. to do. It's like therapy. You want to take something out of you and write. It's like writing something down, but you're drawing it something down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. Do you do you have that sometimes when you use that with your artwork? I think sometimes I do. It definitely makes me feel better, but mm-hmm. it's not always what I go towards. If I uh, okay, yeah, I like I said, it's more of an emo- It's more of a creative outlet and not yeah. really an emotional one. Yeah, for okay. me personally, but I know that, absolutely lots of artists use it as a cathartic, uh, you know, release. Okay, that that's, if you put it that way, I, I kind of understand what you're, because I don't understand artists because I'm not a drawer. I don't know how to draw. I can draw stick people. That's all I can draw, really, <laughs> just stick people. But from Honestly, I from... started out that way, so. Oh, <laughs> oh that's interesting. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing I can draw. Um, so my question is to you is like, um, what do you like most about being an artist as a hobby? What do I like most about being an artist? I yes. uh, love the creativity and the fluidity of being an artist. Mm-hmm. I like uh, being able to put my own spin on a photograph or a scene that I see and sort yeah. of watch as it transforms as I, you know, draw my way through it. Um, I also really love producing art for my friends and family. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really nice feeling, you know, when someone asks you or a friend or a family family member asks you to um, draw them something and then they keep it in their home or their office. It's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would say I really like when I can, you know, make art and then and then share it with others. Oh, okay. So you would you do you have the time to draw? Do you have a schedule? Because you also have like a work you know you also work but when do you have time to draw I draw usually after work or on the weekends Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah I definitely have a day job though that takes a lot of time it does take a lot of time you just like you can't balance two things at once you know because like sometimes yeah it's too like for me for me as a personally I'm not good at multitasking so (laughs) but what you do it's pretty good like you can like one place one job to another when you go home you're technically not having a break for yourself but if it makes you feel like oh I need to draw something and it's like therapeutic go ahead you know it's that's pretty Mm -hmm. natural of a human being in general like when I come home from work I just go on my computer you know you're still Mm -hmm. doing work (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I definitely. Yeah, I I like being busy and I don't really see the artwork as work or, you know, I I enjoy it. So it's not something that I dread doing when I come home. It's it's a hobby like it's like it's something that you love doing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. 
that's that's pretty awesome so you know when you draw for example what does like as an artist yourself what does you know art have a purpose what kind of purpose when you draw is it a purpose for for example in a situation where you're in a place that a kitchen because for example because I've seen you stuff you do kitchen you know the kitchen mm-hmm. kind of related stuff what kind of the purpose for for that situation was it because you love to cook as a person yourself and you're like oh I like kitchen stuff and I'm gonna do something <laughs> art artsy around it <laughs> it's so funny I don't <laughs> I'm not a cook, really. Um, so that's funny that you mentioned that. So the kitchen pieces were actually a, um, a series that I did for a, a client, a girl that I know. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she asked me to paint them for her. And I did. And it was sort of my first official order that I took. Um, okay. So and it was so much fun. I loved, you know, I loved painting those for her. Um, so yeah, and uh, to answer your question about whether art has a purpose, I think it, de- it depends on the situation. I mm-hmm. have painted pieces, you know, that mean a lot to me personally or come from a place um, of love or nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also painted or drawn things that really don't have that much meaning or thought behind them. In the instance of the kitchen series, it was for, like I said, a client mm-hmm. and she is a cook. So to her, you know, those images, she, she chose the images. So to her, those images, you know, signified her love for cooking. So it n- didn't necessarily have to mean so much to me to paint those pieces, but um, to paint specifically the kitchen items, I mean, but yeah. to her it did. So to me as an artist, uh, that was just really nice to be able to provide that for somebody else. Well, that's do you, do you, do you, do you check like um for example your your client you said she loves to cook and she's a and so you have to look something kitchen related so you have to like go on pinterest for example do you mm-hmm. get these ideas and it does it help you when you draw absolutely it does and uh, in this case she chose the images so um i would consult with her you know do you like how this looks um do you have any suggestions mm-hmm. i made a couple of tweaks uh to the images and you know i would ask her does this speak to you sort of so but yeah i definitely draw inspiration from other images that i see on pinterest and instagram and sometimes mm-hmm. tiktok as well yeah does it does it like do, does she ask like your client for example the the tone of the color when you draw because there's certain because as an artist there's primary colors and secondary colors do you like did she want it very simple when you when she asked you to draw something kitchen appliances related uh in this case yes I think she was going for a very bright vibe you know Mm -hmm. kind of colorful pastelish sort of um, calming vibe I would say for the kitchen so yeah and it really depends on the client as well um and I'm really receptive and open and I love you know suggestions so So, yeah yeah. it really depends on what they like so for example if I asked you to draw something for me like Mm -hmm. what do you see like I just do mini blogs here and there and I just do cooks what to what would you ask me like to draw something for me what would you do that's an interesting question I know I I gave you I have to give you like I have to give you the push there 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I would sort of ask you, you know, what you like to, what sort of content you like to look at. Um, what's, you know, what's something that you would want to see every day, whether it's in your kitchen or wherever mm-hmm. you decide to put it. Um, whether that's some, you know, maybe it's food, maybe it's fashion, maybe it's uh, a landscape, you know. Yeah. Um, sort of, yeah. What makes you happy? That's what I would ask, you know, what are the things that make you happy? And for some people it's uh, fan art, really. It's, you know, if they love a certain show or book or something and they want a piece of fan art for it, I've done that yeah. in the past as well. So, um, you know, you know, scrolling through your Instagram, I, I see a lot of like um, Libyan traditions you like to bring out because you're mm-hmm. you're you're Libyan Canadian but yeah. um you will you love you still like to bring in the Libyan culture in your drawings do you what made you do that is it because you want to still don't want to let go of that tradition don't you know not to forget about your traditions like for example myself my parents think we're too British apparently <laughs> because we're like you guys are forgetting that you're Libyans you know so sometimes we're, we're forgetting at times even though they're talking Arabic with us and everything is there's certain times where we just forget it that we are um but as yourself you still draw Libyan you know for example Libyan tradition costumes um do you still it does that feel like you miss home back in uh, Libya? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely think that, uh, you know, drawing the Libyan, the it was the Badla on my Instagram. Yes. Um, it's, it's definitely a way of, you know, tying that back to me. And I absolutely love my, I love our Libyan culture mm-hmm. and any opportunity that we have to sort of, um, <clears throat> you know, put it in our daily lives that means so much to me another is just a random example but you know sort of touching on the fashion um idea that i or fashion passion that i have (laughs) um i wear a libya uh, flag necklace and um i've been you know, I've been wearing it for a while now and I just, I love having that like so close to me, you know? So Mm -hmm. I absolutely, I I totally understand where your parents are coming from. We are, we get that too from my parents. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I do, I do like any sort of tie that I can get to Divya. I like to Mm -hmm. implement that for sure. I think has, for example, has us uh, nothing to do art related, but for example, has us who lives abroad or our lives, you know, um, you know, we went to English schools and, you know, we kind of like accept the traditions that we're living in. Like you have Canadian and I have British, but what makes me feel Libya home, it would be the food, mm-hmm. which is so, I don't know why food, but I think it, that's the Libyan that that's the Libyan thing that keeps it close to me it's just the mm-hmm. food because food keeps everybody together you know it yeah, brings family absolutely. together brings happiness together and that's and that's like you said you still want to you we love our Libyan culture and no matter how much I'll no matter how much I forget, sometimes I forget myself that I am but I still when I have Libyan food that brings home to me yeah absolutely and especially if you're posting it online or something and someone asks about it and you can share that it's that's your Libyan heritage you know that's their food exactly yeah it's definitely a nice feeling it does it does feel that way um so my other question to you is that how does your art contribute to society uh so 
honestly, if a piece of my artwork um, mm -hmm. on my page inspires a single person to pick up a pencil or, you know, to make their own uh, DIYs, which is yeah. sometimes what I do on my art, then, mm -hmm. I, you know, that's all the contribution that I feel that I need to society. You know, if I just want to yeah. inspire people, I guess. Inspire from your, from your, from your point of view, like it's not for yeah, everybody, or, something that you like really. Yeah, exactly. Sort of share my perspective and my, mm -hmm. the way I see the world through art, I guess. Yeah, because it's through your lens, you know, it's through your lens, yeah. how you see it and how you betray it. Like, for yeah. example, we're talking about society. Um, do you, is it towards to Libyans? Is it towards to Muslims? Is it to, or to anyone in general? I, yeah, I don't really love to sort of look at, you know, the market or mm -hmm. I want to appeal only to Libyans or only to Muslims. Um, mm -hmm. I like to put out, you know, what I create and whoever that, whoever ends up getting inspired by that, you know, it's, it's all welcome to me. Um, I definitely feel that I am more in the Muslim sort of community on social media, which I absolutely mm -hmm. love. Um, yeah. But it's not something that I'm, you know, necessarily only aiming for. Okay, yeah, that's it's something it could be for anybody. When when someone like looks at your work stuff, it could relate to anybody. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. oh I like this. So mm -hmm. I get what yeah. you mean from there. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. When you when you as an artist yourself, do you what sort? Do you use water paint or different types of fabric? I don't know all the paint brushes, but you know, <laughs> which ones yeah. do you use? So for our listeners can now. Yeah, of course. So I would say I go through phases. Um, like I said, throughout the years, I've explored, you know, different types of mediums and styles and I would go, I go through phases. So if you kind of scroll down to my very early stuff, I was mainly mm -hmm. doing just pencil, pencil, pencil. and paper. And mm -hmm. that really came from a place of convenience. I really don't like any sort of mess. That's like my pet peeve. I really, I like things to be are, like are you, are you Are you the type of person like if you write something and there's an error, you scrub, you cross it out and you rip the paper and repeat it again. Are you that? Absolutely. Type? Yeah. You're I'll like read, exactly I'll like read. me. You're yeah. exactly like me. <laughs> Welcome so to my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> because of that, I really um, stuck to pencils because they're, they're clean. You know, you pick up mm -hmm. a pencil, paper, you can, you can draw something. Um, yeah. Painting, yeah. Uh, you sort of have to dedicate the time and space for it. Um, so, and I really didn't have all that time and space previously. Recently, mm -hmm. however, I've really been trying to um, make that space and make that time for painting because I, I really like it. So lately I've been doing a lot of acrylic painting. Okay, and yes. Um, I've also been exploring some oil painting and it's just honestly I'll just tell you it's been so much fun to um, use oils to paint they're so different they're so difficult but it's so rewarding as well so yeah I yeah that's uh, I would say acrylic and recently oils it's funny that when you say oil paint because you said that I like the pencil because it's clean the oil yeah. paint it's kind of <laughs> it's messy, messy. Yeah. <laughs> what made you go to go towards that? Is it just to take the risk and discover? 
Yeah, that's exactly it. Take the risk and discover, try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and I've, what I've realized in this process is that there's just so much more. There's just a much larger scope when you branch out in different mediums and mm-hmm. sticking to pencil alone um, was limiting me, you know, and I felt like I had sort of reached a cap for myself mm-hmm. personally yeah. and I wanted mm-hmm. to explore more. So that meant, you know, pushing through the whole messy literally the mess portion of it and um painting you know and yeah taking the time to clean up after myself as well well well, and that's a lot of work you know it's like cleaning the dishes (laughs) yeah that's like a lot of work to do but when you like talk about pencils and stuff do you use the would you use like coloring pencils for example Yes, I have in the past. I uh, use oil-based uh, uh, pencil crayons and mm-hmm. they're really great because they do blend in really nicely. Yes. Um, and I've also just used regular like lead pencils, you know, with mm-hmm. erasers and I have a white gel pen that I use. Uh, it's on my page as well. That is really, really helpful to bring, you know, to brighten up those like bright spots of white in an image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I have saw one of your drawings on Instagram that you have the... Um you were it was all in pen it was a blue pen and I was just looking at it I was like wow that's phenomenal it must put took her time to finish this (laughs) (laughs) how how long does it like how long does it take you to finish an artwork piece it really depends um do you remember what the image was the pen one um the pen one if I could is it the Istanbul by any chance um no it was a female drawing it's a female drawing and it's blue um I don't and it says specific one sorry and you cut and it's you posted it in 2016 and it said bored on my shift that's 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 the quote I found (laughs) so I'm just like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um I used to volunteer at a hospital and I remember um that day I was sitting at the welcome podium sort of welcoming people into the hospital and telling them where to park Mm -hmm. that sort of thing and it was a very slow day so I uh, drew that with my pen uh I would say that probably took me like half an hour but some other pieces will take much much longer sometimes weeks so it really depends on the piece and the the level of detail and yeah Mm -hmm. you know um I've seen your artwork you do the lip and the eye and you know it's very very like detailed would you ever consider trying something new like for example manga or chat or anime would you try to shift that something new would you try to draw that area yeah I've I've explored anime a long time ago, you know, when I was really young, I'd say 12, 13, mm-hmm. it was not really something that was for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people love it though. And that's actually a lot of people will start their, um, you know, start their art, pro, their art career or their mm-hmm. art style in manga. Mm-hmm. It would, but it was not really something that I ever really felt the need to explore. I think, but when I, when you know, I- who knows? who knows he might might one day he might I mean because when you look at anime the drawings seem so simple it's like big eyeballs and small nose and a small mouth and it feels like (laughs) okay what else do you need to draw more than that you know because yeah like you said people always look at mango anime first to become artists to just figure out Mm -hmm. maybe there's more than that in the horizon you know because like I said 
my brother started with anime and then slowly he drifted to comics so mm-hmm. it, it changes here and there yeah I do um, think anime <clears throat> I do think anime can be really expressive like the way that they you know express emotions which is so hard for me to capture so mm-hmm. that's really impressive to me um and I'm sure that's what people enjoy or part of what they enjoy about it as well you're absolutely right there yeah people do enjoy because as myself the reason I said anime because I like anime and the drawing mm-hmm. seems simple I wouldn't know how to draw that myself no even no matter how much <laughs> practice I'll take no it's it's not really certainly my criteria I would say <laughs> so, yeah me neither <laughs> um so I do have another question for you um mm-hmm. do you think you see the world differently than a non-artist would like myself um that is an interesting question uh I think it can be true um Mm -hmm. it but it does depend on the person as well so to me um that kind of I that brings forth another question of what is an artist um Mm -hmm. you know is a movie producer an artist or a director Um, what Mm -hmm. about a dancer are they artists and for me and when I look at art I kind of try and when I look at anything else with movies or books I try to Mm -hmm. look for you know the meaning or sort of a familiar feeling in that Mm -hmm. sort of thing so I don't think that's only for artists if they look at the world that way so yeah it really depends on the person I think rather than just the artist so as myself who's a non-artist I see blue the sea and I see green (laughs) the woods I see red um beetles for example beetles or ladybirds um yellow the sun that's on that's something like has that's how that's how I see color but as an artist it's maybe it's something beyond that so Mm. for example if I say blue what does blue mean to you the color blue (laughs) to me uh, as an artist I would say when I look at color I look I think about how would I make that color right so if we're talking blue I'd say you know where where did you see is it the sky or is it the sea or is it Mm -hmm. um I don't know a glass of water or something so yeah and then if you think about the sea then I think you know there's always a tinge of green in there um and there's obviously the waves which are white there's reflective um there's you know areas where the water the sun reflects on the water and Mm -hmm. yeah so it went yeah that's a very interesting way to put it because now I'm getting all these visuals that maybe a non-artist wouldn't I don't know because as a non-artist I see like colors just it's just there I think it's just there and you can't explain it for example the bottle is green why is the bottle green I guess that (laughs) a bottle supposed to be green but as an artist perspective the but you would probably say maybe that the reason it's green because the flavor resonates that color am I right in that area (laughs) you know maybe perhaps right um yeah yeah that's a interesting uh difference though for sure I guess so because I I I I guess because I'm saying that is because I'm asking an artist because an artist would know more because there's something beyond something a color means something so for example the color yellow what does the not something an image but what does the color yellow mean to you when I think of yellow, I think bright, I think sunny, I think uh, childlike, happy, mm-hmm. 
Um, what else? I yeah, maybe even um, summertime, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I associate those things because I'm an artist, who knows, right? Maybe a non-artist would give me the same answer. I guess we'd have to ask them. <laughs> like you said, you when you well, think of I yellow. see, I see yellow. Well, yellow, I see summertime because mm-hmm. I love I when I wear clothes mostly yellow. But yellow does give me a little fear because I have fear of bees. So it is give me like if there's something yellow, I'm scared at the same time because there's a bee. So sometimes there's a fear factor to it as well, because sometimes colors do scare you at times. Maybe it's me, but I don't know what what color does fear you. It depends on the situation, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, for example, if there's yellow, and I like the color yellow, but at the same time, there's something that a certain animal, for example, a spider. Do you like spiders? No, I definitely don't. <laughs> exactly. So, and usually spiders are like, you know, black from the far. Do you, sometimes there's a fear factor to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, for example, um... a black cat, you know. Friday the 13th there's a black cat mm-hmm. even though I don't believe in it but you know there's there's mm-hmm. things like sometimes there's colors can give you fears at times but there are still the beauty of it at the same time because sometimes that fear will help you conquer it at times so for example with me I'm learning myself to become better to accept there's bees even though it's yellow but I have to <laughs> accept it you know mm-hmm. I know I know it's weird it's like and I know it's weird saying that um okay, why does color fear you? For example, when you were a child, you had nightmares, you were scared of the dark. And, you know, sometimes it's still there in your head at times. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's really interesting. I guess in that, ca- in that case, it depends on, you know, your own personal experiences. Perhaps you weren't afraid of the dark, but maybe, I don't know, you were afraid of um, clowns. And so now the color red you know, is something that invokes fear in you. So yeah, yeah, it's Um, all what makes up a person is their experiences and their, you know, own view of the world. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, can I ask you, do you have a fear? Like, do you have what are you scared of? Like, are you scared of a certain thing? Uh, I'm scared of a lot of like, animals (laughs) animals <laughs> I'm not really an animal person so okay fair enough fair enough yeah fair as enough. you can so you see should... on my art I don't really have a lot of animal posts I don't really draw mm-hmm. animals very much okay but... okay I, I guess like it depends on the certain person like I uh, like you said you like to draw something that you enjoy but you don't want to draw something that you're fear of or scared of mm-hmm. right yeah because it'll give you mm-hmm. that downfall yeah, well, sometimes it just takes a really long time to draw, right? So let's say I'm spending <clears throat> like 20 hours on a piece. I don't mm-hmm. really want to be spending 20 hours looking at something that I don't really like, you know, or I'm yeah. scared of. So maybe I should, maybe that in that way I would conquer my fear. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe so, yeah. something like, for example, you you give a simple one. You don't have to do something drastic, like a lion. You don't have to draw a lion. Do something that the smallest thing that you fear of. And once you start, you know, draw it and you're like, you know what? I drew it. I was scared of it. And now I'm not scared of it because I drew it. And maybe <laughs> one day you can do a different thing. Maybe one yeah. day another thing. And probably that helps. 
Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you'll find that on my Instagram soon. (laughs) One day, one day. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, also, also what I like about your content as well on your TikTok, you do a lot of fashion stuff as well. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, those little TikTok fashion things when you dress nicely and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I find your fashion taste really interesting. Um, I don't know why, because I'm not a fashionista, but I do find (laughs) it interesting from your TikTok. That's why I end up liking it, apparently. Um, Do you love fashion? Oh, I absolutely. Know cli- that, I know it's a cliche question, but you <laughs> no, obviously I, love fashion. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love fashion. I, uh, yeah, I love every part of it. I love expressing, you know, myself through fashion trends. And I love looking at different fashion trends that are happening across around the world. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you said, you like fashion trends. For example, when you're a fashion person at the same time, you kind of you are in an artist mode for example you have brown it has to be matched mm-hmm. with beige do you still think like that when you wear clothes yes. when you yeah absolutely I have okay. sort of a cool versus warm tone approach mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my fashion outfits I don't tend to mix the two so if I'm wearing blue then I like everything else that I'm wearing to be sort of on a cool tone so gray or white um, mm-hmm. and more of a a a bright white rather than a creamy white Mm -hmm. what if I'm wearing you know like a uh, I don't know gold or something or brown Mm -hmm. then I liked everything else to be warm warm tones so I would include beige with that or an ivory or um, a red something like that so I definitely yeah I do utilize color theory in that sense and that's not Mm -hmm. to say that it won't look good if you don't do that it's just sort of what I uh, tend to uh, gravitate towards when I'm picking outfits like with myself like the only colors that I like to stick with is neutral and natural colors like the brown and the green and the you know the beige I can't I can't wear pink or purple because it just (laughs) doesn't suit me apparently I just feel like neutral like natural colors just suits me the best even in the summertime you know these are the colors I only wear and sometimes I like wearing black because black suits with anything do you agree black suits with everything as an artist do you I definitely uh so that's an interesting question so when it comes to fashion I personally don't really like to wear a lot of black because I find that and this is just a personal choice but I find that black sometimes um steals the show in my opinion and yeah yeah and I I tend to like lighter colors for my outfits and Mm -hmm. actually in when I'm drawing I tend to use black the least as well because again black can really overwhelm your image that's just from my own personal um you know views as an artist Mm -hmm. Uh, I find that even when you're trying to darken something you put a tiny bit of black and your whole color is looking more like gray So I've learned that, you know, you lessen the black in your painting um, and just to brighten it up. And also in my outfits, um, I do agree that it goes well with everything, but I don't typically tend to wear a lot of black because, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if I'm wearing a skirt and a top, then I like both to kind of shine equally, if that's (laughs) that's a good way to put it. I mean, for example, like you like fashion yourself, do you like to wear patterns? Like, for example, when I wear a pattern dress, I have to have my scarf plain. Yes, absolutely. I do that. As you well. do that as well, because I, I know yeah. a lot of people would wear like 
colored, you know, um, flowered scarf and the flower dress, it kind of feels like it's not, I mean, everybody has a f- different fashion taste. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm, for sure. um, yeah. But it, like, to me, it just feels overwhelming, I guess. Yeah. I think to me as well. And like, uh, like you said, I think there's, it looks great on other people, but yeah, for my, for my own taste, I like uh, the business casual look. And mm-hmm. to me, that doesn't really fit with the business casual look. So I too, if I'm wearing a floral shirt, then I'm wearing a, a plain hijab for sure. Oh, that's, that's for sure. I mean, like I always say less is more, you know, you don't mm-hmm. want to complicate yourself, you know, yeah. especially in the fashion world, you see um, crazy stuff they wear and you feel like, why do they do this? Why does it match mm-hmm. this? And why does it match that? It doesn't match, you know? So it feels a bit, it kind of overwhelms you, especially in the fashion world as well. It's that I think fashion is bringing back the eighties or the seventies mm-hmm. and you feel like, there's nothing new, I guess, but I guess fashion will never like age itself. Do you agree? Yeah, I think uh, right now the nineties are coming back and I'm so excited for that. And I, I like come, you know, coming full circle and seeing the same trends come over mm-hmm. or come back through time or through as the decades pass. I think that's really interesting. And it like speaks a lot to how humans are, you know, we, in a lot of ways, we're just repeating our old behaviors over and over. And I don't know, I I embrace that. I like that. I don't think that there's no, you know, no new fashion trends out there. I definitely think there are. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like seeing old stuff as well. I mean, when now we're talking about fashion. Um, What was my question? Now it was there in my head. Um, What is the only fashion that you cannot live without? So do you mean an item? An item, yeah. A a skirt or... A skirt, a Uh, bag. I would say it's definitely skirts. I love skirts. I think they are so fun. They're so, you know, light. They're very... um, dressy as well which I love and they are very sophisticated as well they can you know you can rock the business casual look you can also you know go out with your friends in a skirt so definitely skirts oh skirts for me I would say bags I can I have oh, to yeah. have a, bags it's just I have a collection Isra, like <laughs> you wouldn't even imagine Don't it's see um it. it's it's uh it's um my husband thinks I need an intervention it's funny <laughs> I definitely love bags as well I just find that it's hard to always move my cards around so Mm -hmm. I tend to wear the same bag for like a month or so and then I'll switch up but yeah I definitely like bags as well I I do like skirts but skirts I don't think it suits me because I'm short so I am short too what what, (laughs) what's your how tall are you I'm 5'2 or 5'3 or so, which is 157 centimeters. Oh, sweetheart, you're taller than me. I am 4'11. <laughs> oh, okay. Just pictured that. <laughs> I'm 4'11 and it just, dresses cannot fit with me. So I tend to go with dresses, long dresses, and I would wear like a, you know, a sneaker do you say sneakers or trainers in Canada because we say trainers in the UK we say sneakers did you say sneakers okay see Mm -hmm. I I, see I got the word there um so sneakers has to be like a heel with it so it's make me taller so I wouldn't feel like 
droopy I guess <laughs> I wear I love heels as well I wear um heeled boots usually they're really comfy mm-hmm. and they give you that height and um yeah so I I get you on the on the heels thing for sure and I I, I think you can pull off a skirt well I'll I'll style it <laughs> oh you'll style oh, thank you and I'll be <laughs> whatever it is just tell me and I'll get it myself and to see if it works out with me because I tried with skirts and I just don't know what's wrong so probably it's my you know shape area I just don't know so we'll see how that goes I guess but thank yeah. you so much I thank you so much for the recommend offer as offer of yeah thank you so much for the offer it'll be my pleasure um, for real. oh thank you um also I would like to ask what do you think about fast fashion Oh, this is a tough subject. Um, I think that I completely agree with, you know, the the consequences of fast fashion. And I definitely Mm -hmm. believe in them. Absolutely. You know, it's not great on the environment. It um, is not great for uh, underpaid workers or Mm -hmm. for child labor. All of Mm -hmm. that. It's absolutely valid. And I would love to see a change in that. Absolutely. do I think that, you know, it's immoral for anyone to buy from fast fashion um, companies? I don't, I don't think it's immoral because it really depends on your situation. A lot of people can't afford, you know, these design or these high quality, um, very expensive um, uh, fashion items, you know, that, that are ethically better but are just a lot more expensive and some people really can't afford that so I think it depends Mm -hmm. on the situation and I think we all should do our best to sort of keep in mind all these issues and yeah Mm -hmm. I hope that there is a change in the future for sure I think when we're talking about fast fashion for example H&M they started to do recycling I think they should start Mm -hmm. recycling the clothes like for example the clothes don't use use it to recycle instead of like throwing it away yeah Um, I think that should be the next thing like but then people will go there's too many recyclings in the world like there's paper there's glass there's plastic there's this and now fashion and this and sometimes Mm -hmm. you just there's no middle ground I guess um do you think we should recycle clothes from your perspective yeah I think we should I uh, yeah there's a lot there's a lot more room for recycled materials I don't think that's our you know, that's what's stopping us. Um, I think if everyone, if we did recycle more as a society, you know, even in corporations or especially in corporations, then we would be a lot better off and the environment would be a lot better off as well. Yeah, completely. That's absolutely true. Um, So I do have another question for you. Who would you say is your number one fashion inspiration? (laughs) I really don't have one. Okay, I really can't tie it to one person. I follow a few um, <clears throat> sort of modest Instagram fashion bloggers and their yes. style inspires me and I love it. And yes. sometimes I'll see, you know, images of celebrities wearing dresses and I also get inspired by that and I love it. But I can't say there's one person that really inspires me. It, I would say it's a collection. It's a collective from a lot of different people. Yeah. I get, I get um, with myself, my, my, my fashion taste came from my mom, 
mm-hmm. um, because I got used to having neutral colors because my mom mm-hmm. because I have hazel eyes so I my mom's like just use the color that matches your eye color mm-hmm. that's and I still got I still stuck with that zone um I never really start I never don't like wearing pink or purple because it's just um, my mom's like it don't suit you maybe I should start conquering that fear and start wearing these Mm -hmm. colors um because you know our parent for example our parents guide us and everything what to you know Mm -hmm, absolutely things and stuff but sometimes we're we need to open our cocoon you know has a you know one of butterflies in the cocoon and you change and you feel like it's time to change like a butterfly changes Mm -hmm. colors right so sometimes I need to start changing color so what inspired my mom is like I might have her idea but at the same time it's nice to conquer that idea of fear and choose different colors that you don't expect yourself to wear yeah absolutely I love pink it's my favorite so I definitely think you would look amazing in pink oh thank you oh oh, thank you (laughs) Um, I'm very flattered (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) so I do have a question for you um do you read fashion magazines um I don't really read fashion magazines I do have a couple fashion history books that sort of outline different trends and I like like reading those but I'm not really a magazine person I don't pick up magazines at the grocery store or wherever where do you get magazines I'm not sure but I yeah it's not like I subscribe to any specific magazine I mean for me um I I only I used to like watching um buying vogue magazines i just like to okay. cut out the papers and just stuck them in a college um you know you have a vision board because i used mm-hmm. to do vision boards back in the day um like i'm gonna wear this outfit even though i'm not a fashionista but i just like maybe one day i wear this outfit or a holiday trip because i will cut things on the magazine and like for example the perfumes they sell you're like okay i'm gonna rip it off and put it there and and i i'm i know i'm gonna buy that perfume the next day or next month that's just how I see as fashion magazines I use technically you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh, interesting maybe I shouldn't get into them more as a kid we never really my parents didn't really buy us magazines we yeah so I never really got into them so I can't say it's a I have a very accurate or a very um what's the word a very collective or a I really don't know that much about magazines is what I'm trying to Mm -hmm. say. Maybe if Mm -hmm. I knew a little more, then yeah, maybe I would find that they're, you know, worthwhile. I think with magazines, um, I think people don't buy magazines now these days because we have Instagram and then you have Mm -hmm. social media and people just go towards that. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what I I do. Exactly, TikTok. And I think with magazines that um, I think it's... um, I, I'm trying to f- save the environment because I don't want to waste paper at the same time. So I'd rather just look at a line and that's it. You know, I think that's the new phase that we're going through right now. Cause you know, for example, music, people used to buy music and then now it's streaming, you know, it's a whole new world that we're living in, mm-hmm. a new era, I uh, guess. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's, um, th- that's why technology is scary. <laughs> yeah you it is know what's gonna happen <laughs> definitely things no. change all the time I mean two years ago TikTok I don't know but I w- definitely wasn't using TikTok so 
yeah that's I'm too old for TikTok apparently <laughs> like I, I I feel that age is like um it's so many social medias out there you feel that it's just too much so um it, it's just it just like gives me headaches I'm just like Facebook Instagram that's it <laughs> I can't do more than that so I thought that too you know I thought TikTok was you know just for dancing teenagers and I was very reluctant to download it but then when I did I was really surprised by how much I liked it there's so much content on there that is for you know people above 20 um and um uh, it's just yeah there's so much inspiration on there I draw a lot of inspiration from TikTok actually a lot of like fashion trends and the art TikToks that I see are just really impressive so I think you should give it more of a try all right since I need to since we're t- we were talking about fears I'll give it a go <laughs> exactly yeah so last question you do what? that and I'll draw a lion well oh fair enough we, we have a deal <laughs> so what are the most current fashion obsessions you have now especially the trend now okay Uh, that's a very good question I am loving satin this uh, season or this year I Mm -hmm. love satin skirts or satin dress shirts or even satin hijabs sometimes um they're so nice I love how they shine in the light and they are so sophisticated and yeah you know, I love pairing it with dainty gold jewelry, which is another uh, fashion trend that's going around right now. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really like that look. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I, <laughs> I think, I think my trend will be the pastel colors. I like pastel. Oh yeah. Apparently. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I definitely love um, beige, pink, which is a pastel and mm-hmm. the sage green that everyone's been going crazy about. I love that as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. There, it's okay, so good. it's just a very calming vibe in my opinion <laughs> well colors do calm you I guess you know mm-hmm. with um it depends on the mood I guess mm-hmm. yeah so I do have some quirky questions to ask you um, okay okay so get ready uh macaruna babaka or rishta kiskas which one uh macaruna babaka okay why uh I we really aren't like a Rishta family I we don't really have it that often okay <laughs> so, fair enough yeah okay coffee or tea I hate to say this but neither <laughs> is that can I no. say that <laughs> you know what, I'm okay with I like Turkish tea uh you know that red Turkish tea that they serve yes. in Turkey amazing yes. we'll drink it all day but you really I don't I haven't been able to get it in Canada and yeah I'm not a coffee person so well since you're talking about Turkish tea I live in Germany and it's full of Turks here there's Turkish tea oh, everywhere nice. oh. I would pop, if you would love to give me your address I will send it to you <laughs> that would be amazing yes please <laughs> okay oh we have a deal there's so many here <laughs> I'll send it to you <laughs> if you love Turkish tea <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, another question would be cats or dogs. I think we established that I don't like animals. And so you don't like cats. but what you have to pick. You have to pick. <laughs> okay, cats. I, I, cats. Fair enough. cats, yes. Summer or winter? Summer. Fluffy coat or trench trench coat? Trench coat, yeah. Fluffy coat or trench coat? Trench coat. 
but I, I do like both, but trench coat. Because you have to pick one. I'm sorry, sweet. Okay, trench coat. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, uh, what's your uh, purple or beige? Beige. Okay. Well, thank you for these questions. I have one more question. <laughs> what do you see yourself within the next five years? Oh, that's the hardest one. <laughs> uh, Anything. I see... So I see myself as improving, inshallah, in all aspects of my life. Inshallah. That includes uh, improving in my dean um, and improving in my career because, you know, I love my job and I uh, think that I can grow that as well, mm-hmm. especially my education as well. And in terms of art, I really want to um, grow my platform, you know, and, you know, hopefully um be able to share more of my art and continue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on my instagram and tiktok journey and yeah so hopefully in five years i've just Im- improved in that sense and um yeah taking it yeah you know i began to take it pretty seriously my art and in the past i kind of looked at it as more of a hobby um but uh yeah so i think in five years inshallah i will hopefully be an established artist <laughs> inshallah your dreams will come true um i'll be fanning you i'll be like your fangirl keep on going keep on going you know what about you Noor? can you answer oh. that question oh you god you're gonna answer me oh god you put me- <laughs> oh, oh god well um well i'm hoping to be out of germany that's what oh, i'm praying really? yeah that's really one of my because i'm here because my husband works here so you know um you know he's a doctor he's doing a specialization so i'm in that phase um i do see hopefully having kids inshallah Mm -hmm, Um, hopefully um well um i don't know what i see myself in five years i'm more like a spontaneous person so whatever happens it happens i guess okay Mm mm-hmm I definitely but, have taken that approach as well. And I find that it's the most rewarding. I think you really end up happy, you know, and more happy okay than with, ever. yeah. And just, you know, okay with whatever Allah gives you. And it's such a freeing feeling. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, whatever mm-hmm. Rabbi has given us and whatever type of path he's given us, it's the most beautiful prize ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so mm-hmm. blessed for everything. The simplest things is the biggest rewards so that's something i rely on you know yeah absolutely me as well i totally so, believe that oh that's that's so that's really sweet like we're so <laughs> we have to keep believing never give up yeah for <laughs> sure <laughs> and inshallah just, all your dreams come true as well and you know inshallah, definitely inshallah. gonna pray for that oh thank you inshallah i just want to say isra Thank you for being my guest on my podcast. Thank you. And I'm so honored that I spoke to you. Well, I didn't, I don't know you, Beef. Like I had to talk to you yesterday Mm -hmm. before I start this because I need to break the ice. Yeah, absolutely. But I had a very, really wonderful conversation with you. Yeah, me too. I'm, yeah, this was so much fun and it was so nice just to talk to you. You're so approachable and you ask, you know, very thought provoking questions and, yeah, I ha- really enjoyed this and uh, it's actually been my honor so and my pleasure. So 
Oh, thank you. So where can people come uh, look at your social media? Where, where yeah. What's your Instagram and TikTok? So my Instagram and my TikTok are um, israxart, so israxart. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they can follow me on there and message me for any questions if they have any. And I will put that on the description on the podcast. So uh, keep an eye on that, guys. <laughs> so guys, subscribe. And thank you for Thank listening. you so much, Noor. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you, for Isra, for being on this time, even though it's 12 o'clock a.m. here in Germany. But I'm a night owl, like I said. And yes. everybody, subscribe. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.